0: Ahoy, and welcome fellow adventurers to Cocked, a Real Play D&D podcast. My name is Alex Groves, and I usually play Agard the Furball Druid in our main campaign to the lands of Manassas. However, for the next couple of episodes, I will be the DM, so let me just apologize in advance for that. Before we introduce our players, let me set the stage for this brief adventure, still within Manassas, but in a different area and at a much different time. It is late in the year 203 of the current age, less than one week from Year's End and almost 150 years before the events of our main campaign. Year's End is a celebration of just that, the end of one year and the beginning of the next, a time of death and renewal. This was originally celebrated by giving a gift of some significance in hopes of great fortune in the new year, but these days is usually just marked with great gatherings and parties. It is the height of the winter in Manassas, and while an island this far south does not have to deal with the usual rigors of snow and ice... The southern seas' manassas can be particularly brutal this time of year. (laughs) A large merchant frigate is docked at the porch of Beach Cairn. The ship is called the Raspiante, and it has been undergoing extensive repairs for over six weeks. Nearly two months earlier, the Raspiante was making a normal run of goods from Sanso Isle to Gorath when the crew inadvertently sailed between a female dragon turtle in heat and a male suitor. All cargo was lost in the ensuing attack, and the Rospiante was nearly crippled. They were able to limp along and were then finally escorted to the port of Beach Cairn. Unfortunately, the Raspiante lost a great deal of money due to the cargo that was destroyed, as well as the extensive repairs. The last two months of the year are normally the most profitable for merchant ships, as there is a great push for goods to be distributed before sea trade ends for the very worst of the winter months. At this point, the captain of the Raspiante just once the repairs to her ship completed so she and her core crew, our players for this adventure, can sail home to Plagano, which lies nearly a week's journey across the southern seas. This brings us to the captain of the Rospiante, Captain Yonley Turgosa. Those who know her call her Captain Turkey. She is a half-orc in her early 60s. She stands a little over six and a half feet tall, has bluish-purple skin with long black-gray hair. She is usually dressed in a combination of black and brown cloth and leathers, and often carries an old anchor that she has had fashioned to a kind of maul on her back. She is also easy to spot with her one gold-plated tusk. Aside from being the only half-orc sea captain amongst all registered merchant ships, Captain Tagosa is one of the only three female captains. Due to her leadership, the Raspiante has the reputation of delivering goods safely in great time and at a fair price. She is known as a fair and caring captain who will defend her ship and crew to the bitter and sometimes brutal end. So let's go around and introduce our characters.
1: Hello, I am Alex Reed, normally your DM. Only for uh, this adventure, I will be playing Glenn Yarovov, the first. He is six foot, four inches tall. He's a Calistar bard. Glenn has long blonde hair that is uh, almost like platinum in color at times. And it flows down to about the mid of his back. He wears extremely clean and flawless black boots black leather pants and has a tunic that is made of this like purple shimmering silk on the outside and as the collar comes up around his neck you can see the inside is a shimmering deep blue color glenn also wears a belt over the top of his tunic which he rarely removes and glenn is actually very competitive and enjoys playing bar games such as darts especially when Zarthus agrees to help him so that's glenn yeah
2: Hi, I'm Jessica Reed. I am playing Ula, a water genasi druid. Ula has soft aquamarine-colored skin with large, deep blue eyes that have green and gold flecks. She has long, dark hair that always ebbs and flows as if underwater. She is six foot and has a slim and athletic figure. She grew up in a family where she was the only daughter and was named Ula for Gem of the Sea. Her father was a sea captain and she idolized him and was always ready to hear of his voyages when he would return. So naturally, with every story, her wanderlust grew and she found a crew who would take her in. Eventually, she heard of the Raspiante and the reputation of Captain Turgosa and aimed to be a part of her crew and ship. Years later, she has become a part of Captain Turgosa's core crew and seeks to continue to learn under her and hopes to one day follow in her father's footsteps and captain her own ship.
3: Hi, I'm Reggie Morris, and I'll be playing Zarthus, the Kalash Star Sai Warrior. Zarthus is 23 years old and is 5'4 with a slimmer frame. They have long, sleek jet black hair that is normally tied back, and they have pale white skin with luminous sapphire blue eyes. The preferred clothing that Zarthus normally wears are longer, sleeveless tunics that normally intertwine with the armor they're wearing. Sartus' preferred way of fighting doesn't necessarily involve weaponry as the core part due to them primarily using their incredible psychic abilities and their raw intelligence to outwit their opponents.
0: So here's where our adventure begins. It is dusk on the 22nd day of Altoriac as we move in on the main deck of the Raspiante. A crew of goblins that have been working on the ship the last six weeks are departing for the evening while our core crew, our player characters for this adventure, prepare themselves for the end of the day. And soon, dinner with Captain Tegosa. What are you guys doing?
1: Glenn is picking at his loot. Kind of playing a couple notes on the uh, the bow of the ship. Just kind of hanging out.
0: Yep. The, the goblins who are doing the repairs, you've you known by this point, they don't speak common. They take direction real well. They, they understand basic things in common, but a little extra pep in their step when the, the loot comes out and you start playing. So,
2: Aww.
1: So... Glynn can talk to them because he's a star. If I remember correctly, I can mind link. So, you can speak telepathically to any creature within 80 feet of you. You don't need to share a language with the creature for it to understand, but the creature must be able to understand at least one language. So, do they understand one language? I mean, yeah. Okay. So, it says as an action, you can speak telepathically to the creature and you can give the creature the ability to speak telepathically to you for the next hour or until you end this effect. So... Even though he's sitting there, like, picking at the loot, he's actually, like, kind of connecting and changing connection with each, like, different one that's just kind of standing there. And he's kind of singing the song with mm-hmm. telepathically, like, quietly. So all you can really hear is the loot. But that's kind of why the goblins are enjoying it and dancing yeah. a little bit more.
0: And they're just they're just kind of putting away their tools and stuff like that and getting ready to uh, disembark yeah. um, for the evening. What's the else doing?
2: So we're not... Heading out on sea yet? We're just all the repairs are mm-hmm. pretty much done. There's and we're probably on the about ship.
0: a day worth of repairs left. Okay. Um, the the captain had said before that she was going to probably take the ship out, um, the next day, just to see you know make sure things are holding well. Um, you'll still need supplies, um, and a crew to actually leave. So it's not that you would leave tomorrow, mm-hmm. but you know the the repairs should be done.
2: So I'd probably be in the crew mess, um, getting some dinner and sitting down and
0: yeah she's she's making dinner right now so there's probably nothing ready but
2: i'm helping okay (laughs) yeah i'm helping to make dinner
0: absolutely
3: and she would uh, welcome (coughs) the help Zarthus is just meditating in a quiet place using their psionic abilities to just make their bins and whatnot float around them goblins start to to
0: leave the ship as as dusk and, and, and night approaches you hear from the dock. um, excuse me. Hello.
1: Glenn will, Glenn will stop playing his lute for a moment. He's like, yes. Oh, oh, hello. Are, are you the captain?
0: No. Okay. I need help. And this is the last ship here that I think could help me. My name is, is, is Lantu Freefic?
1: Lantu. Okay. Lantu, yes. Lantu. That's, yes. Hi. Fine um, name. I'm, I'm Glenn. Glenn. Oh. Pleasant to meet
0: you. Thank you, Glenn. Um, I um, am the uh, owner of Saw2 Rum. We, are, I have a problem. We have 30 barrels of Tavaran ale okay. that we've aged in our rum barrels. Go on. And they were supposed to be delivered two weeks ago. And my idiot brother, well, he just missed it. And I was going through our warehouse today because obviously not much is happening and found the 30 barrels just sitting there. Nothing, no one had picked them up. He thought he had... Taking care of it. Due to his mistakes this year, if we don't get this delivered, the Merchant Guild will suspend our
1: license for a year. Oh, We cannot afford that. You are in the pickle. Very much so. Oh, you want us to help? Oh, um, let me, you know what? Let me go get the captain for you. Mm-hmm. And when he finds the galley, he's going to open the door. Mm-hmm. He's just going to go, Captain Turgalicious. There's a gentleman on the boat. She kind of looks up at you, looks down at the pot that she's currently cooking in. He has rum he needs somebody to transport the rum to the mainland and we'll pay them uh, um, aren't we hurting a little
0: we, we definitely are, but if you could please take care of this
2: I can join him if you'd like just to make sure
0: oh, whatever you would like to do and oh and, um, let me know what he wants and then you can we can, we can
1: discuss I, well I know what he wants. I think I just need kind of a price range from you to determine to drive a bargain with him. Mm-hmm. But so there's 30 barrels of rum that they have that need to be delivered to the mainland. It's
0: unusual to have any work this late. So, um, where on the mainland do they need this?
1: Just said the mainland.
0: Okay, so maybe figure Let, out where they need it first.
1: Hypothetically, say it was Gorath. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, that's a pretty decent distance, but we could make it. Uh how much would you say you want them when does he to need to be delivered by uh by the i believe by the the new year so okay. in 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 about a it's a that's a three or four day. Days? it is heading north that's a little concerning um again i'm just assuming it's gorath if it's anywhere else the mm-hmm. three to four day journey how much should you do, uh, do you want to line your pockets with
0: i mean given the time of year i would say that journey, I would say, anywhere between two thousand to two thousand five hundred gold.
1: Okay, would be would be acceptable. I can um, do that. So try to get as much as possible.
0: Yes, yes. Okay. So I, I find out where he wants to go first.
1: Perfect. Okay. Any
0: further north in Gorath, and we can't. There's just no way. Just you coming?
2: Ooh la la!
1: You coming with me? Yes.
2: Uh, I will be right back, Captain.
1: Your trust is appreciated. She says nothing. And he just starts to walk away. Yeah, the Ola captain looks at Captain like
2: <laughs> I'll make sure he's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Captain <laughs> Captain
0: enjoys having someone like Glenn because that's not her personality at all. But, you know, it's kind of the you know, it's kinda of like your kid that
1: is. Funny, but also kind of takes it a little too a little annoying. Well, and, and like, and like, but also, Glenn's not just gonna be like, she trusts me, so I'm gonna make the decision. Like, he's always sure. gonna go, like, just double check and yeah. make sure because it's not his ship, it's not a Yeah, so he goes back up, and they uh, Ula's right behind him.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. I am following and making sure that this is not disastrous.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's gonna emerge from underneath. The, the ship and then walk up to the dock and be like, sir, would you like to come aboard? I uh, think we can work something. Uh, yes,
0: please. Uh, thank you very much. So come come and, on and to the dock. I didn't see this before, but, but he is a, a halfling, so you know, uh. he kind of makes his way up the but very long gangplank for him.
1: And Where exactly is it you need these barrels delivered to? Port Savorsa. Oh, Port Savorsa. Mm. Okay. Okay.
2: I think we've been there before. So. We
1: have, and that's also on the way where we want to go. So mm-hmm. um <clears throat> I spoke to my captain. She was thinking somewhere around the range of three thousand gold in order to get it there in time.
0: Three thousand to Port Savansah Um certainly. I, I thought it would be much more than that, but three thousand that's that's quite a deal. He just looks at <laughs> he just
1: looks at Ula and like looks back. He's like
2: I apologize. He's pretty new to the pricing in regards to this time of year uh, since business is not normally. Well, that's, well, that's just
1: for travel. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's just for travel. There's 3000 to get it from here to Port Savorza, But Oh, okay. Then there's, um, you, I assume you were going to talk about it because, again, new to it, so missed a couple things. The storage fee, of course, daily to get it on the ship to
0: Port yes. Savorsa.
2: Storage, <clears throat> cleaning, crew. So you're going to
0: clean the barrels as you transport them? The outside. That's interesting. So (laughs) you're, you're giving me pricing that involves transportation but not storage. So if I wanted to just pay for transportation... How would you then not store them when you transport them? I'm just, I'm just curious. It, this is very, very strange.
2: Again, he's very new. He was doing the breaking down of the price. Oh, okay. Years, so the itemized list. Thank yes. you. Okay. Yes. yes. For tax purposes.
1: Per barrel. That three, uh, three thousand per. Barrel. I'll be back. And he just turns and walks. <laughs> Glenn just leaves Ool up there and walks away. I'm, I'm very. confused. It's very confused now. <laughs> 3000 per barrel, I, I
2: could no, not possibly... I apologize, sir. I mean, it's very
0: important. I'm, I'm willing to pay for it, but...
2: Yes, it's, it'll actually be 5000 for the off-season for oh. us to be able to take it down.
0: I mean, I think... Uh, here, here's the thing. Um, I, I do know... No, I'm not a sailor myself, but I do know that I mean, you, you'd have to leave immediately. Correct. To, to be able to, to, to go and, and get there on time. If it's not there, it's, it's my business. It's my family's business will be shuttered if, if this, this doesn't happen. I came here prepared to pay 6000 for it. I would like to still pay you that, even though you've offered a little bit lower,
1: just to, in, to ensure how important this is. So Glenn just went down the stairs and then stayed to eavesdrop. Mm-hmm. I rolled a 19 for perception. Mm-hmm. So did I just hear that? Yeah. So. It's, very, it's very quiet. The docks are not busy at all.
0: Again, trade is basically closing down. And this is not a very busy port. So, I mean, some lapping of the water and just general seagull
1: shit happening.
2: Obviously, Ula has no idea on pricing. So (laughs) I thought five was. (laughs) So so
1: Glenn hears this (sighs) and waits probably like about five to ten seconds and then emerges from underneath. And he says, "Uh, I am terribly sorry. I was thinking to Gorath. So it's a little shorter of a distance. Uh, The captain said six ish is the range for it. Hmm. she said that just now didn't yes she?
0: oh that's that's where very i was interesting because that is exactly the number that i just quoted um oh what your
2: name please i, I am ula ula
0: no, yes. very well, pleased then, to meet you then i think we have a deal i think that is fantastic now you would have to leave i mean i don't know if you can leave tonight you'd have to leave first thing in the morning tomorrow to, uh, yes to, we would need to load the barrels
1: first of course oh i, I will have them here before dawn okay perfect Fantastic! Thank you so very much. Do you mm-hmm. have any like personal stash of the room made too? Like maybe throw in an extra bottle or two for us?
0: I, I can certainly do that. Yeah, I'd be I really happy was, to. It, I, we have some. We mind. have some
1: small casks uh, oh, that perfect. we keep,
0: and I would be happy to throw in a couple of those for you and your, your crew. Oh, I appreciate this your that. Crew, I I'd see. There's just two of you, and then you have a captain. We have more below deck. It's it's food time there in the galley. It's just such making a, food. It's a large ship. But it, this would be perfect, so I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: just to confirm, it is just rum barrels that you're needing transported? Yes.
0: Now, they are. Um, Tavaran, you know where Tivarin is uh, on the mainland? Yes. Uh, they send us once a year um, uh, their ale, and then we age their ale in rum barrels. It's, it's very highly sought after, it, um, but we want to make sure that um, you know we, we get it there on time.
2: Understandable. Yes. I did roll... For insight, just to kind of get a clearer picture yeah. of how I feel about this guy, and I got a twenty-one. Oh
0: yeah, no, he's he's Genuine? he's he's okay. desperate. He yeah yeah he he is he needs okay. this to happen. So no, you don't feel like he's doing any kind of I think ill toward at all.
2: Perfect. So I reach out my hand mm-hmm. to shake his hand and mm-hmm. do a handshake of business.
0: He shakes your hand and he gives you a little bow and he's thank you very much, both of you. Um, you've both been very helpful, Thanks. and um, I will make sure my, my, my people have these delivered to you. It should be first thing in the morrow, just at the, the crack of dawn.
2: Okay, we will
1: yep. be looking forward to it. Great, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, I hope you have a great night. I'm looking forward to tasting some of that rum.
0: All right. <laughs> and he, oh my gosh. he quickly <laughs> runs down the, uh, the, the plank, and, and, and you see him just kind of go off into the night, into the port, so...
2: I go off to try to find Zarthus to inform them of dinner.
1: Ula, before you go, do you, did you feel it, something weird from that gentleman?
2: No, not at all.
1: Oh, I felt like maybe he would have paid seven if we would have asked for it.
2: Probably, but apparently we do not mm. have the insight for what someone is willing to pay for this trip and the desperation that they had. And then she just turns and walks away.
0: I mean, the fact that you guys didn't even try to really negotiate. I... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I figured the charismatic person would.
2: <laughs> he said three, and I was like, oh, well, we're going to up it to five. And then you're like, it's, I was willing to pay six. Like, I was like, shit, it's ten. like double the distance. <laughs> so I was like, mm-hmm. I was looking,
1: like, I looked at that one, and then I think I looked at the not Port Savorsa, but the first one. Yeah. Before Port Savorsa uh, when yeah. I said it. Oh, yeah, I got gotcha.
0: you.
2: We're terrible at knowing that business. <laughs> Goodness That's gracious. That's
3: funny. All right. So
2: let's go. I went to go find Zarthus.
3: Okay. So with Zarthus's meditation, they have this silvery, like sapphire bluish outline on their body, Ooh. Um, along with anything that they're making float. So their rapiers are outlined in this silvery, like an aura, blues. Yeah.
2: Is it kind of like circling around yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zarthus.
3: Zarthus will just use Mage Hand and make the door open.
2: I'm okay. like, how are you going to sit up and open the door? <laughs> uh, Zarthas, dinner should be done if you'd like to join us.
3: Zarthus will just nod and close the door.
2: And Ula turns around and goes back to the galley. <laughs>
3: yeah. Ula's, Ula's used to it. They, yeah. Xarathus yeah. Zar- yeah. doesn't really like being bothered while no. they're meditating to begin with. so yeah. gotcha.
2: Understandable.
1: Yep. So Glenn is approaching the captain. Mm-hmm. And he <laughs> just comes downstairs and he's like, Captain for Fergalicious! Yes, Glenn. So, Ula tried to under-negotiate, but don't worry, I got it back up. 6,000 for the barrels. There's 30 barrels, and we need to get it to Port Savorsa. Oh, not Gorath. Not Gorath, no. And we would have to le- Like I said, I said hypothetically with Gorath, I wasn't sure. Um, and we would have to leave probably tomorrow morning, right, in order for us to get it there in time?
0: We were talking about a seven-day journey. So we would have to leave tomorrow. we mm-hmm. I mean, the repairs should be done. Naya going to take the ship out tomorrow morning, just a quick, you know, to see, make sure everything is holding tight. Right. So get everyone, gather everyone for dinner. It is ready. And you see here, she has a big pot. It looks like it should be scalding hot, and she's grabbing it with her bare hand. Um, oh my gosh. And she's carrying it over to the the, the the table um, where everyone usually has
1: dinner. We'll do. I'll go okay. get people. So he's going to go round people up.
2: Ula's already back. Yeah. Okay. She's sitting down, waiting. Okay.
1: And artha's coming. Yeah, like five minutes later.
0: Okay, so everyone gathers down. Everyone helps themselves. She made just a regular fish stew. It's nothing uh, fancy, especially with money being what it is right now. Um, uh, So, again, thank you for negotiating. I I appreciate it. Um, 6,000 is a a good number. Um, Obviously, making any type of run... This type of year, even in the Southern Sea, is not something we would normally do, but we do have to get home, and that is on the way home. But the time is a concern. You said it has to be there by the, the 30th, right? They.
1: Uh, yes, by the celebration for the Year's end. Okay. Well, we have things to
0: consider. The first being, we are not supplied at this time. We estimated that the repairs would be done, you know, today or maybe tomorrow. Uh, supplies aren't supposed to be delivered until the uh, the 25th, three days from now. Mm. So we have no supplies for any type of voyage.
1: Uh, maybe I could run to the, the who's supplying it to us and see just what they have available compared to what list we have and bring it back tonight, if that's fine. Um,
0: no, well, they won't be open tonight. You know, everything mm. around here closes in the evening. So um, I think first thing in the morning, there's three things we should look at. First, supplies. We need supplies to be Mm -hmm. able to make any kind of voyage. So yes, you can go talk to our supplier to see if we can get that done. We might want to actually talk to the portmaster as well. Um, They might be able to help with some things. You guys would know the portmaster this time is Tule Pimsby. Again, her office will be closed as well until the morning. So that's one thing. We also need a crew. I know our crew all embarked on... Different jobs. Others went, I heard something about a hunt deep in the island, but um, I'm not sure who is still available, if anyone. But we would definitely need a crew.
1: Do you want me to maybe go to a couple of the, the watering holes and see if I can find some people wanting or needing he has coin? He is great at recruiting. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you you definitely can. The, the only problem, as we've found in the past, is doing that in the evening isn't always the best time because we're not usually catching them at their best. And again, this is something that Thule may be able to help you with first thing in the morning. But you do what you want. That's fine. And then also, um, we have no weapons now. little side note. The Raspiante, uh, there's no cannons. There's no gunpowder, nothing like that. Uh, The Raspiante is equipped, though, with 12 ballistas. But in the attack, we lost most of our supply of uh, ballista bolts. So we'll need that, obviously, in case we run across any problems. Decide to fish any large creatures on the way.
1: Would you like me to negotiate that uh, they are delivering coin with the barrels. So if I could maybe speak to one of the weaponsmiths in town, maybe see what they have. Maybe they could deliver it about the same time and we could just take coin out of that and give to them.
0: Uh, that, that's fine. Uh, but the the two biggest things we need are supplies and crew. So, again, I think um, do what you will tonight, but I, I think the best would be tomorrow morning to go and speak to Tule. And see uh, what we can accomplish. She should have a manifest of all uh, registered crew members available through the Merchants Guild.
1: Out of game. I know yeah. Tule is the portmaster. Mm-hmm. Do I know? Does Tule like to drink? Would I be able to find Tule off hours somewhere? I mean, you can look. I
0: think you'd know that she's a pretty straight arrow. Doesn't mean that she's not getting a drink someplace, maybe. But, you know, she also you know, keeps very specific hours. Um, right. Especially at this time of year. And um, so you can venture out and try to find her. but
1: Yeah, know. I was just curious. Maybe I knew like two or three spots or maybe a person or something yeah. like or people that might know Tule's to whereabouts tonight. Yeah,
0: there's two spots that are open. Again, this port having, again, the time of year that it is, a lot of things are shutting down, not the busy season. Right. Uh, two that are open right now. Uh, one is called the Helm and Hull. And this is some of a, a nicer establishment as far as taverns go. And then there's another one called the Blistered Gull. Which as the name would probably tell you, isn't as nice as the Helm and Hole. So we would need these things to, to be able to make it. Supplies we don't have to be fully supplied, but I mean I estimate we would have to leave by tomorrow evening at the latest.
1: Okay. Um, so um if we... I find anybody, tell them tomorrow midday to be here mm? and then we push off mm? as soon as possible. Absolutely. Okay. So uh Glenn will finish the food with the crew and then go to the court the crew's quarters and kinda get changed into like nicer clothes and like clean the clothes that he has off and get ready to head to Hellman Hall and see if Tule's there.
3: I'm just gonna follow you. I'm just gonna follow your lead on it.
2: Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if Yeah, I'll go.
1: <laughs>
2: As we go, we're looking
1: for Tule, If you see her walking down the street let me know um, but I'm I'm betting she'll be at and hull if she's somewhere for a drink because that's the nicer of the established um, but maybe if we can't find her we could head over to the blistered gull and get a little bit of a head start on crew I know normally they're not on their finest but if we can find somebody who is maybe not of sound mind but pretty strong that might be a good person for the sail rigging and that stuff as we move along they, I, they could go with me I could help teach them how to do all that stuff real quick. got to show them the ins and outs.
0: Yeah, because rigging is just one of those things that's just really easy to do <laughs> ah, on a for, ship this large. <laughs> simple for Glenn.
1: Well, all of Glenn these people. All awesome. these show people him a, I'll show them a YouTube video. Well, well, all these people have experience on ships, right? Like, we're in a port city, so yes, most but of the are, are very are crew of various of experience and,
0: yeah. Right. You know, some people are only capable of so much. So Right, but
1: some people have been on, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's what Glenn's looking for. I get you. Yep.
2: Just remember that we do have Thule who has... A list of people who have the experience to be on board.
1: That is why we're going to see if we can find her first.
2: I'm just saying if we can't find her, though, the recruiting could wait until after we speak with her in the morning.
1: I mean, then we talk to her in the morning and we go, okay, here are the recruits that we talked to and see where they are on the list. And if they're way down low, then they swap the decks.
3: It's easy. Sarthas is just staring blankly like (laughs) they're paying attention, but not.
2: Ula just sighs. Like,
3: and, like and she's done
2: this before. She's not, very, not very far away, so
0: the you know, captain hears this. And she says, I do just want to remind you that you have agreed to a job without telling this employer the status of our ship and that we may not be able to leave tomorrow. So please do remember that our reputation's on the line and the Raspiante is someone that they've always been able to um, count on. And I, I don't want to get on the of bad course. side of the merchant Guild. So just please, I, I appreciate what you're doing, but but please keep that in mind that we are now on the clock
1: and we must ha- make this happen. Glenn's just going to walk out through the galley and everything and head up the stairs. Glenn will do his telepathic mind link with Zarthas. and just be like, Sorry, you seem a little down tonight. How you doing? Does it really matter? I mean, yes. You need to be cheerful and happy in order for us to
3: get late to give us what we want. Well, I will work on it.
1: Yeah, that's all we can ask, right? You gonna help us talk to Tule? Can we just go on with what we were doing? Okay. And he's gonna look at Ula and go, Zari's not feeling it tonight.
2: Is it as bad as when you lost darts to Tule that one time, Glenn?
1: Again, that was not my fault. Zari was throwing them. We were supposed to be a team. A they were supposed to be telepathically helping me. When I threw the dart, they were supposed to take control of it and put it in the bullseye, and they missed a couple of them.
2: Well, Let's go on. So we go to the Hellman. Great. So they continue <laughs> on to the Hellman Hall.
1: God.
0: All right. So you guys get to the Hellman Hall, and it's a very nice establishment. Not very crowded. There's, um, there's maybe half a dozen people. And they're um, drinking at this time.
2: Do we see Tule at all? You do not. Okay.
0: Yeah, I can say there's maybe about half a dozen people right now.
1: Do we know the bartender?
0: It is a, a male elf, is the owner, but he also tends bar. His name's Harbro.
1: Ulo, uh, do you and Zari want anything to drink?
2: I'll have an ale.
1: Zari, would you like something? No. No, nothing no. at all? Not water, ale, rum? No, I'm okay for now. Okay. And he's just going to kind of turn and stride over to the bar, mm. lean, in. he's going to be, like, "Hi,
0: Oh, hello, Glenn.
1: Hi. Yes. Um, Ula would like an ale. Mm. I would like to know where Toule is, and I would also like an ale. Uh, okay. Uh, two ales, and he
0: reaches behind him and pours and gives them to you. Um, uh, Toule, the portmaster, I have not, I've not seen here.
1: Hasn't been in for a, a drink or anything.
0: No. Right. She was here the one time um, with you lot, and um, you know, the whole dot kerfuffle. <laughs> um, but that's really all. I've, I've not seen her. I mean, she's in here every once in a while, midday maybe for a bite for lunch. But that's really all I've seen.
1: Harbro. Oh, yes. We've discussed not bringing up the dark kerfuffle. Right, right? right.
0: There was no problem. Some loud shouting that we don't usually get here, but it's fine. It's Water under the bridge.
1: While we're at it, do you have the darts? No, no, never mind. Sorry, I just need the ales. Thank you,
0: thank you. Most darts, I think, ended up in the ocean at night. So, (laughs) Hmm.
1: seems accurate. Um, I shall be back. And he's going to walk over and put the ales down. And he's going to be like, Harbro remembers the darts exactly as I do. Zari was very upset and threw the darts in the ocean. Anyways, we are looking for Tule.
0: Natural twenty. No, that's, that's not what I said. Zarth you
3: are fine.
0: Do not worry about it. And he goes back to Zarth is
3: looking very confused, just looking back and forth.
2: <laughs> I think we have found that Glenn is a liar.
1: <laughs> he prefers the term charismatic, charismatic. twister. <laughs> this is what happens when you get a 17 in charisma.
2: Ula's not drinking her ale, she just got it for looks. Okay. Per se. Glenn,
1: yeah. Glenn's drinking has ale. Yeah.
2: Looking at all of the people in the bar, does mm-hmm. it look like anybody is somebody that we've known on ships before? Like we've seen them working.
0: It's a it's an older crowd. It's a group of people that at some time, maybe some of them sailed and they've probably settled here. Okay. You don't see anyone that's probably active crew. Been the bows are a little bit nicer. Okay. Uh, that sort of thing.
2: I... Don't think anybody here is anybody that we'd like to recruit.
1: I wasn't planning on recruiting at the helm in the hall anyways. The recruitment was the blistered gull if we could get there. Um, but I don't want to drink just that ale because it's usually kind of stale. So I'm going to finish mine. Have you... Uh, what, what are you doing over there? That ale's still at the top.
2: Yes, you may have it. My well, thank
1: you. Glenn's going to get it and slide it over and down both of his ales and probably like i don't know five ten minutes before we leave
4: okay great
1: and then do you guys want to do anything else in here or
2: no no
1: so glenn will just kind of make small talk at the table and i think we're just
2: sitting there listening to you (laughs) we're at the table you're drinking and you're telling your stories and zarthas and i are both sitting there like okay (laughs) i can't speak for you though i don't know i mean
0: okay so what's next we head to the blistered goal. You've got to go deep back into the port for the blistered goal. It is basically right on the docks on the opposite side of where uh, the Rosspiante is is currently docked. It is, you know, very fishy. It is, you know, the the working man's side of the the port. So it, it's probably a good twenty minute walk to to get there. And I'd say when you guys are. Even me, a couple hundred yards away, you hear quite the commotion.
1: Oh gosh! Well, and you guys hear it over a hand drum because mm-hmm. as we walk,
2: yeah, as For we sure. walk,
1: Glenn has pulled out his hand drum and he is like humming and just putting together this tale of two dragon turtles mm-hmm. in heat that attack a ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right? oh my so I would say you guys cross one street,
0: turn the corner. The, the port is right there on your right-hand side. And I'd say 20 yards down where the blistered gull is, um, you see a, a entire almost company of city guard. And they have people pulled on, on the street. They are bound. One guy gets loose and he jumps on another one and just starts wailing on him. So there's quite a debacle happening right now.
1: Glenn will turn to Ula, and he's like, Ooh, look, look, there's a fight. That means that Tulane may come, because Portmaster needs to control the sailors.
2: This is also a very great representation as to why I don't feel like this is the best place to recruit for crew members.
1: Well, they wouldn't be the ones we are recruiting. The ones that get caught and are puking are the dumb ones. The ones that are still left inside, Mm -hmm. they're the ones that can hold their liquor. They're who you want to talk to. Really? This is quite fortunate if you Mm -hmm. think about it.
0: Okay, you guys approach? Yes. Okay.
2: Cautiously. <laughs>
0: when you guys get a little closer, one of the city guard
1: turns around. And, Hold on. What you think you're doing? We were just uh, seeing if Tule was here. We were actually going to talk to you. What's going on here? Uh, obviously,
0: there's a bit of a fight that happened. Oh, and yes. we are rounding them up. And they'll all be spending at least the night in the, the jail. Do you need any help rounding people up? I do not need your help, no.
1: Oh, well, Okay. Uh, do you know, did you, did you speak to Tule? Was she uh, here?
0: Tule is here. She's inside.
1: May we enter?
0: No. You can turn around and leave.
1: May I wait over there for Tule to come out to speak to Tule? I just need to speak to Tule. It's not that I need to go in there and... Anyway. What's your name? Uh, uh, I'm Glenn Jarlvald. Glenn.
0: Glenn. Okay. Yes. I will go and tell her that you're out here. If she can come, she can come.
1: Uh, could you let her know Glenn and Ula are out here? Hello.
0: Wait over there. Absolutely. And then he turns around and, and walks into the, the blistered goal. So a few minutes later, uh, you see Late come out. And, and she comes and, and walks up to you. And, and, and she's just, uh, yes, uh, hi, um, we're very busy here right now. Is there uh,
1: what, what, what you need?
2: It is a pressing matter. We have business that mm-hmm. we need to leave tomorrow, and we're needing a crew in order to do so.
1: What was the guy's name that we got the job from? What was it? L- Lantu Frevick. So, uh, actually, too late. We were we were approached by uh Lantu. Um, Freefic, mm-hmm. I guess his brother messed up an order oh, and they need us to, to take 38. Yes, or they'll, their license will be suspended. So it, it was of dire importance. I went to Helm and first. I figured if I found you at an establishment, it would be there. But when we showed up here and saw a fight, I was like, you know, no offense, but it's kind of fortuitous because oh. you'd be here. Um, do you need help cleaning up the scene, though? Uh, because, no, like, the, the city
0: guard has it and I have to obviously okay. be here as. Their representative. Um, I was home and then they came and got me when, when this happened. Uh, so uh, I'm sorry, you're going to try to leave tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, I'm not here. I, I, this is going to be late into the evening before i be able to tear myself away. Can you come and see me first thing tomorrow? Absolutely. And we can, I can see who is still in port and, and who may be coming back. I know your rest of your crew, I don't believe that, I, I maybe mix this up, but I don't think they're supposed to be back for a couple of days at least no, you're Do, correct. you have to leave tomorrow
1: I think they're on the hunt yes otherwise they'll lose their uh, yeah. license with the merchants. we school. have traveled his brother
2: to is to so
0: oh that's gonna take that's gonna take every bit okay
2: we'll also need supplies
0: Oh, well, uh, supplies, you're going to have to go and, and speak to them directly. I, I don't have much pool mm-hmm. with that. But, um, understand that. Uh, let me, oh, goodness gracious. Um, the, let me get back to this and uh, I, I will, I will see you at my office first thing in the morning.
1: Um, absolutely. Thank okay. you. Thank you, late. I appreciate it. Okay, thank you very much.
0: And then she turns around. She's like, put him down. Oh. Um, because one of the guards basically has a, a, a shorter man like picked up by his hair, basically. They're, oh, no. They're not being real nice to these guys. Again, there's a, a rift between sea folk and land folk. And, yeah. you know, they did not do a good job tonight <laughs> spilling out of the streets the way they did. But, yeah, she, you see her go back inside and, and is, you know, trying to manage the situation.
1: Oh, well, thank God I didn't have to drink anything from the blistered gull. Yeah. We should go. Yes, I agree. We should head back. Okay. Right.
0: Yeah. So if you guys head back, then it's just, you know, maybe 10 minutes. to to your side of the the port and back to the ship.
1: Captain's asleep, I think we should just head in and and call it a night and get up just before daybreak and get ready to head to Toulays.
3: Okay.
0: All right, dawn the next morning. It's uh, the 23rd, and uh, you'll know that you've got seven days until year's end. And uh, to get to Port Savorsa, it's, you know, six and a half, seven day track.
1: All right, so I am getting ready to head to Toulays to check the list. Does... uh, Somebody want to check on supplies at the same time and maybe we can get two birds with one stone?
2: I was going to go to supplies. Zarthus, were you thinking of looking for the ballistas? Bullets? Ballista? Ballistas. Ballistas. Bolts. Bolts, thank
3: you. I can do that, I guess.
2: Or, I mean, you can come with either of us and then we can go to one or the other after. I'm
3: just not a good talker. One of you should probably take care of the business end of that.
2: Okay, all right. So I will go to the supplier and confirm that information. And I'm pretty sure once we're done with our conversations with Toule and the supplier, we can both head to the armory and meet there.
1: I'm I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll head to Thule and see um, what seasoned sailors are still in port. I think we need at least 10 people and that should be plenty.
2: Sounds like they're already here. Uh, maybe we should head up and figure out what's going on there first and then head out. So, Arthas, do you want to go with Glenn to tule or would you like to come to the supplier? Or stay here. I mean, that's an option too.
3: I'll follow you.
2: Okay. All right. Let's go and head on out.
1: Okay. Good. Let's head on up. You guys
0: get to the main deck. You'll see the captain there kind of helping to direct the, the goblins.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> on la- a few little things here and there to do. You guys heard um, my feelings. You, you see them actually un, untying and unwrapping the the sails uh, because they are going to take the ship out today just to make sure everything is feeling right. And then you also see 30 barrels sitting on the main deck. They had gotten there really early in the morning and the goblins already helped get them loaded up and they'll take them below deck uh, later on. And there are three casks, um, smaller casks of, of rum sitting on top. So... The captain sees you and she goes, You've gotten it all sorted out.
1: Uh, I am heading to talk, speak to Tillay about the crew. Uh, I think Ula is just. Um, Arthas and
2: I are going to the supplier and then we will head to the armory for the ballista bolts.
0: Yep. Right. So. Okay. Uh, we will be underway in maybe two hours. We'll be out for about four. Okay. Um, so we'll be back um, mid afternoon. Um, Anything? We, we that have we to get need. this done. Please, I,
1: I will see how quickly I can get the crew. Uh, make sure that Tulay knows to be back midday.
2: Would the armory have a kind of account for us as well, or should I ask?
0: We should have. Uh, we should have accounts with everyone. So the, the the armory, we've we've done business with them before. Perfect. Um, uh, obviously with our supplier, and um, Tulay has our information. Mm-hmm. Um, she has information on our credit, which is you know. Very good because our reputation is as good as it is. So
2: yes,
1: we'll take care of it. We should be able to get everything we need.
0: Any problem, they can come and speak to me.
3: Is there a specific amount of weaponry that you need?
0: Um, well, uh, we have twelve ballistas. It'd be nice to have, um, you know, anywhere from uh, I'd say at least five to six bolts per, if, if possible, that we can stow.
3: Any but, other weaponry outside of bolts, or I mean, I've.
0: Got my personal weapons as do you all. I don't think we need anything else at this time. So,
1: okay. Who's doing what? Glenn was heading to Tulay. Yeah. And we were um, going to the supplier. Yep, okay. And then we're going to meet back at the armory. Yes. Okay. So, so he will head to Tulay's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Again, it's right at the edge of that kind of warehouse border uh, between the port and the city. Um, just an office, um, portmaster's office. So, is,
1: is the office door open? No, oh, it's closed. He walked up. Okay, yeah. he'll he'll just walk up and just enter. He opens the door, he's like, "Julie, how are uh, you doing? How are you doing, beautiful?
0: Just you, Glenn. Okay. Um, yes. Uh you needed something. again, apologies for not being able to help you last night.
1: No, yes. that's not a problem. You had your hands full. Um we we're looking for a crew of between like ten to twelve people just to be able to get us to Port Savorsa.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, um, oof. Yeah, I did check. Your crew isn't due back for another couple of days, um, mm-hmm. and there's no way to contact them. Um, unfortunately, they're pretty right. deep in the island at this point. Um, there is um, there is one group uh, led by an, a man named Volok Solman. Many times he can be found at the the helm and hull. I assumed you checked there last night when you
1: were about. Uh, yes, we didn't see anyone there. Okay,
0: um, but usually they'll start there around midday. Many of them have have kind of made this area their home. That's why he and his crew are still around. I I will tell you, he's quite difficult. They're a very capable crew. They know it. And being the time of year, they're going to be very expensive. Um, The other is, well, they're usually at the Blistered Gull. Um, I don't know if they'll be reopened today. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's, um, he's quite a rough one. He is. um, His name is Rock. You know, you, you you know him. You've probably seen the rather large um, hobgoblin um, walking around uh, the ports. He and his crew are, are quite rough. You will have to check their credentials, obviously. They do tend to, they're about half and half of registered and non-registered. And obviously, you know, with the Merchants Guild, you're going to want to keep the registered sailors as much as possible.
1: Of course, personally, I would rather find Follick. Um... We'll try to start there. Um, do you uh, know if he's not at home in Hall, where I could um, maybe call upon Volok? He's probably
0: upstairs. Actually, you know, they they made this area their home. They mm-hmm. haven't really ventured deep into the island of where wherever they've probably made their homes at. So they okay. are still here. Um, I think they're waiting the final payment they're supposed to receive for mm. the the last job they were on. Probably why they're hanging around. I did see him. It was just two days ago, so he should hopefully still be there. But it looks like that's everything that I have um, here. Again, I, I wish I could be of more help. Thank you. I appreciate it. Too late. Thank you, Glenn. Okay, so let's cut to you guys, mm-hmm. to Ula and Zarathus. We're
2: okay. going to the supplier. Okay,
0: uh, the supplier, Crixon and Sons, and the uh, the owner is a uh, human male, Walby Crixen.
2: Uh Yes.
0: And it's just in the main warehouse district, so not far actually from where Glenn is right now.
2: So when we get to the establishment, it's we can just walk right in, and mm-hmm. they have like an yeah, open. it is store. The one
0: thing. thing that's probably busy at all is this warehouse because okay. they do they they are the, again the bridge between the port and um, the city. So there's always things kind of back and forth. Even though this is a slower time of year, they are still you know. Moving things throughout the
3: warehouse, nothing.
2: When we go in here, is there anything in particular that you would like as well?
3: No, I have my gear. I'll be okay.
2: Okay. All right. So we walk in, and um, Mr. Crixon. Um, he's upstairs in his office. If you want to go up the stairs, perfect. Thank a little, you. Little
0: little gnome standing there, kind of <laughs> directing people and stuff like that. <laughs> he just go right up the stairs here
2: and. You know where his office is. All oh, right, perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I walk up. This and you see,
0: door. like his big glass, you know, wall basically, and you can probably see him sitting up at his desk up there, kind of overlooking all the whole warehouse area. So,
2: is the is it there a door that's closed?
0: Yeah, his door is closed.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would knock on it.
0: Oh uh, yes, come in.
2: I walk in with Sarthos Are you still behind me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Mr. Crickson. Yes. We are in need of supplies. We are trying to go to Port Savorsa to deliver some merchandise. This time of year. Yes, it's. It, it came about suddenly. What ship are you with? Uh, the Raspiante. Oh,
0: Raspiante. Uh, yes, we have a delivery set for you for the twenty-fifth.
2: Correct. Is there any way that we can get that up to today by midday?
0: You want your two days early. Correct. Oh, let me see. Uh, He's fiddling through papers and stuff like that, trying to see. Um, At best, because we're still waiting for some supplies from inland, um, which should be here tomorrow. Um, I could get you some supplies today, but I could not get you everything.
2: What supplies would we be missing? Or is there anything that would be equivalent to those supplies that you already have on hand?
0: Basically, the fresh food uh, bit is, is what we're waiting on. Because obviously, we have people, suppliers, vendors that are always out on hunts mm-hmm. and bring us. We process things here, package it, and then put it with our provisions. Uh, You would have some dried goods. We do have several barrels of fresh water ready as well, but the fresh food would be the piece that's missing.
2: Is there additional dry food that you could supply and partake of the fresh food?
0: Some, but most is allocated elsewhere. We don't have a lot on hand this time of year. We just don't buy much because we know the next couple of months will be pretty light. So we can throw in a little bit more, but I don't think it's going to be Sustainable enough for you, if you'll be sailing, I guess, what is this, a, a six, seven days?
2: It's about a seven day.
0: The best I could say is you would have to fish on the way.
2: Understood. Whatever you can to bring to the port. Okay, uh,
0: so that's always going to affect the price. Understood. Uh, we could work this out one other time. So w- when do you need this by?
2: Uh, preferably by midday.
0: Midday today? Correct. Oh, goodness. Let me see something. And he walks out, and you kind of hear him yelling down. And then the little, you know, if you're looking, the little gnome guy is immediately sprints off in one direction. <laughs> and like six or seven other little gnomes kind of sprint after him as well.
2: <laughs> um,
0: we can do... <laughs> I didn't think about that.
2: We're, we're
4: in the
0: they're gnomes. Oh, they are gnomes. Sorry. Ours. Of the seven, there's one that's like Sorry. behind them that's a straggler that's dopey. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so they run off, and he turns on and goes, we can do this.
2: We can take that, and I appreciate it.
0: Okay. Is there anything else?
2: That'll be it. Thank you. Thank you.
0: And he sits down and immediately looks down. and
2: And Very busy. I'm ready to go, so (laughs) I'm going to walk down. Are you
3: following along? Did that go well or no?
2: Um, Well, unfortunately, we're still going to need to do some type of fishing or try to possibly find another solution to the fresh food that will be lacking but they'll try to make up a little bit with some dry goods so
0: and with your guys experience I think you would understand that you guys could certainly survive the trek yeah on dry goods but morale is gonna be really low yeah
2: so we'll have to try to figure something out along the way but it's unfortunately our only option so okay. All right, so we're going to start heading to the armory.
0: So I say you guys are probably
1: in the same area. I don't Glenn, know if run into each other. Or... Glenn will head to the armory first, knowing that that was the plan was to meet at the armory before going to find um, Volok.
0: Right, yeah. Okay, it's Port Beach Cairn Armory, and you walk in. There's ballistas. There's like really nice new shiny, you know, ballista out there. All manner of harpoon and things up on the walls.
1: Glenn is sure. looking at, like, the shiniest ballista bolts mm-hmm. and, like, the shiniest harpoon when they walk in. He's just over there, like, looking at them, like, yeah, kind of touching it and, like, moving it. He's got, like, a harpoon in his hand, and he's, like, looking at it. And he's just Ooh. acting like he's throwing it.
0: Probably at this point know the uh, proprietor as Gregor Wolfhammer. He is a dwarf.
2: Glenn. Oh,
1: oh, yes.
2: Um, are you okay?
1: Um, well, I was just sitting here admiring this harpoon. I didn't, I didn't... See you or hear you come in. I was just...
2: What about the crew?
1: Uh, I need to speak to Volok. Uh I, I got a lead from Tule, but uh, I haven't secured anything yet. But we said to meet at the armory, so I came here to wait for you guys.
2: Okay. Zarthas and I settled supplies. We'll discuss that after this. Let's hurry and get this over with so we can get the crew. Okay. Mr. Wolfhammer?
0: Call me Gregor.
2: I apologize, sir. Thank you. Yes, Mr. Gregor. Just
0: Gregor. What's up?
2: Uh, we need at least we need ballista bolts, well, and we need them today.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: How many ballista bolts do you have in stock currently?
0: Goodness, uh, let me check real quick over here. I've got well, I've got seventeen here, and I've got another fifteen. Uh, looks like I'm about thirty-two total.
2: We needed to get about sixty, but you only have the access to thirty-two currently.
0: I mean, I, let me go check in the back real quick. Please. Oh, shit. Here's some. Oh, 18 more. (laughs) um.
2: (laughs) Sounds like the Tiger King. You're like, oh, (laughs) shit. So 18, 32 plus 18, what is that? 50?
0: 40? Wait, 50, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Math. It's math. Math is hard. Math. So.
2: Is there a way that we can have all 50 of them delivered to the Rossiante?
0: Uh, sure. You can carry them. That sounds great. Okay. I mean, if you want them delivered, I can get it to you sometime today, but it's just me today. So I don't know. Uh, but if you want, we got these uh, real handy carts that you can just kind of load everything in and, and take them if you wouldn't mind bringing it back.
2: Of course not. Okay. Uh, I would appreciate that.
0: Well, we uh, usually sell 10 for five gold. So that'd be 25
1: gold. How about 20? 25, and you're throwing that harpoon. Uh, Nope. How much is a harpoon? The, the harpoon? The um, <laughs>
0: harpoon? I can, add, let's see, one of those, I'd probably say two gold. So 25,
1: we get 50 bolts. And the harpoon?
0: Uh, yeah, sure. I could, I could throw in, let's say, uh, throw in four of the harpoon. Including the shiny one? Uh, the shiny one, no, nah, it's a little bit more. I can give you some of these regular, they work just as well, just, you know, maybe not last as long, but.
1: Okay, we, we'll, we'll do that. On the tab, but how much is the shiny one itself? It's ten gold on its own. For somebody like us, mm-hmm. who who, Pion- who are us? the The crew of the Raspiante. You know, we've been here a few times. Of course, you have. up. But you know, Captain Turgey.
0: I've known her for years.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Captain Turgey's second mate, right here. Um, <clears throat> five gold for that.
0: That is a nineteen.
1: Uh, I rolled an eighteen. What is? Okay. What do I add to it?
0: I mean, it was insight. So you could just say Insider. no? I did. I rolled insight. So oh. for you, persuasion,
1: <laughs> persuasion. So that's a plus six. So twenty four. Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, second mate. I I never knew her to. You're part of her permanent crew, right? Yes. Yeah. I never knew her to give actual rank. She usually treats her by the same. But man, now my now I have a different outlook.
1: Well, we're. This tier is really a couple different people, but yes. So, so ma'am, so if he's the second
0: mate, are you like third? First. You're for, oh, you're first mate. Yes. Second mate. You're the third mate? He's the co-sack first. Not, a you're not a, Okay. <laughs> All right. He's with you, right? Yes. Hmm? Okay. All right. Um, he's more security. So what were you asking? It's 10 gold for the the shiny harpoon. Five, five gold for the shiny harpoon, and,
1: and we got a deal.
0: Uh, no. No. We'll say, uh, How about this?
1: Eight gold. Mm, close. Close. Okay. Seven. Well, I'll be honest
0: with you. Um, as you know how this works, Ross Bionte does have an account here that, I mean, you're all paid up and you can, I mean, well, you, can, I,
1: you can buy us out of everything if you want. I, I was going to buy it personally, though. I wasn't going to charge oh, okay. it to the Ross Beyonce. I okay. was going to pay for it personally. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I can be
0: persuaded to go below eight. I mean, hmm.
2: Roll persuasion.
1: I just nice. feel like seven <laughs> is a pretty fair price. What did you get? Oh, crit. 20, natural 20. That doesn't Aww. matter then. Huh? It doesn't matter then. Oh, well, no. <laughs> I, got, I got to a 19 with mine. All but. right. Well, sorry, I, I can't go below late. I'm just I'm losing money at that point, and I've already given you the other harpoons. With the, you, you're right, you're right. Just put it in there with uh, charge it to the account, the eight, and mm-hmm. I will just pay Captain Eight out of my earnings. I'll let her know. Perfect. All right. Anything else you
0: guys need? You got?
2: No, that's it. Thank I you. I got a
0: collection of you know just your basic daggers, short swords, a couple of scimitars. We do have some things that you can, if you'd like. I don't know if you're familiar with things you can attach to ballista bolts. It's mm. kind of new.
2: Such as what?
0: Um, Go on. So, like, for instance, and he takes you over this shelved area, and they have examples of, uh, see right this. this is a, um, you see it's almost like a glass and metal encased thing. You can attach this to a ballista. And this right here, um, the, the kind of yellow looking one, um, will poison some people. Uh, the uh, The green one, um, you got to be careful of that acid mm. and that's real bad on a ship. I don't break it on your own ship, but if you shoot it at somebody and it hits another ship or something, you know, and that could hurt. And they also have these other ones that will ignite on impact and um, will basically, you know, set something on fire when you, when you hit it. So
2: I think we may have ourselves covered for now, but okay. this is something that in the on season, we may mm. look into further.
0: Sure. No problem at all. How do you store those?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Usually it's just some place where they won't jingle-jingle around too much. If they, oh. if they move around too much, if one were to break, obviously, you're going to be in a, a little bit of hurt in that area. So, mm-hmm. Right. You just right. want to secure it someplace, but, you know, you sailors know how to secure stuff.
2: The only thing that I might be comfortable with would be the poison one.
1: Mm-hmm. I would think poison or acid. If we have to get into it with another ship, acid would be fine. But yeah, poison is probably the well, safest. Right. To to just you. in
2: case one of them does decide to break and it doesn't, you know,
1: right? It won't. It won't
0: tear bleed the ship into apart. Our ship, sure.
2: Um, you said how much for them?
0: They're five gold a piece.
2: And how many do you have?
0: And um, so the acid one. Let's see here. He has. Uh, 10. And the poison uh, he has
1: 8. 4 poison, 2 acid? Why not just 3 and
0: 3?
1: Yeah. We're going to do 3 and 3. I just figured poison was the least
3: harmful. So... Where do you plan to store them?
1: Well, they do
0: come in these little crates. And he pulls out this little crate. And the crate has like, you know...
2: Oh, like the straw stuff. stuff yeah, straws it. kind
0: of stuck in there. So they want to kind of sit in there. Now, you don't want to, you know, obviously you still want to secure this. Correct. But, yeah. Okay. But.
2: um,
1: Well, I figure we, we could, we don't have anybody in the brig, so we could probably store these in the brig for now.
2: I think we'll take three of the poison and three of the acid. Sure. And are you able to throw in another harpoon or two?
1: Uh, no. No. Are you able to, Could you throw in one of the fire ones just to check out? I mean, the, with
0: as much business you guys have done, yeah, I'll, I'll throw in one of the fire ones. So,
2: Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: sure. Why not? Again, these are real new, so they should work.
2: We will test them and let you know.
0: Fantastic. I appreciate it.
2: May I use your cart?
0: <laughs> of course. Can you just bring it back? Because sometimes course. I don't bring it back, and then I see kids riding them in the city, and it's a real pain in the ass.
2: No, we'll definitely make sure it's, All right. it's brought back to you.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it. So, Tell old turkey I said hi.
2: And we have three poison, three acid, and one fire. Yeah. you <laughs> are just like, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I've already given you some free harpoons. Damn.
2: We like the harpoons. How many harpoons do we get?
1: Well, uh, he said he only, uh, I think he threw in four. Four? Yeah, four.
2: four harpoons and one shiny one for Glenn yeah was, <clears throat> oh don't that worry was Glenn, that was Glenn, purchased that was Glenn
1: has the shiny one yeah okay <clears throat> uh, and is there a rope tied to the harpoon or like how does that work
0: yeah usually you would uh, attach the rope to somewhere on your
1: ship right and that's, then throw yeah but that's he wants to make sure that, yeah the rope. each one comes there. with 50 foot of rope okay oh. yep so Glenn has that fifty foot like tied up like on his And we'll say you guys build. are have
0: all used them you're you're proficient in all this shit. You know, it's it's yep. fine. and all the, the attachments are basically it's just something that you strap on to a ballista bolt. Not too heavy. We so. know how
2: to strap on, sir. Hmm. So <laughs> nope. <laughs> all right. Let's um <laughs> Uh, Glenn, are you going to go find the crew?
1: Yes. Do you need help getting this back to the ship, or do you have it?
2: No, I think, Zarthus, are you able to help me take this back, and then we can bring the cart back at a later time? Sure. If not, I can manage, I'm, if you would like to go with Glenn in regards to the crew.
3: kind of want to go to, kind of want to go with Glenn to see the crew.
1: Sure. I've got to go to the helm and hull to find, um, Voloch. hmm
2: So I will head to the port area where the Raspiante hopefully is, or at least I can unload stuff and Mm -hmm. bring the cart back.
0: Okay. When you guys walk out of the armory, you can see, you'd be able to see the Raspiante, even though it's on the other kind of far side of the the port. It is Mm -hmm. not there. They are underway.
2: Do they sometimes, whenever they're needing supplies delivered, like leave it where they would port Mm -hmm. and then... Load yeah. it the port is there. very secure, okay. yeah, they have you know yeah, so feel like
0: they can get there and leave it there, and
2: I don't know if I'm going first, but when I get there, I just want to see if the supplies have been delivered yet or not they have not Okay. yeah, so I'll sit and wait
1: okay, or put it this way. there's nothing there,
2: right right right, right. so
1: yeah. as we um <clears throat> as we part ways, um Glenn will wait a little bit as they're walking and just kind of keep again just. Playing the hand drum quietly, just kind of trying to get things together, and he'll start trying to work on the lyrics. Mm, okay, for Dragon Turtle and Heat. Oh my god, it's a song title. Cool. All right. Well, with what I rolled, that's why it's a song title. We said performance. Yeah, I rolled a thirteen. Okay, so it's not it's not terrible. It's not the greatest lyrics either, but the yeah. beat the beat is what brings the people beats back. Right. Yeah,
3: yeah. Is is the name of your song, does it mean something metaphorically, or is it just a literal meaning?
1: Oh, it's just a story about what happened before we got here. Those two dragon turtles, when they were the dragon turtle in heat, when the male attacked us to drive us away.
3: Seems like a vulgar title, but I don't have your expertise in this area. I mean, I'm open to suggestions. I'll okay. Think of something, I guess, and present it with ideas, well, I mean, we clearly
1: have at least another seven day journey before we get to Port Zavorsa, so we've got a while. I'm just trying to perfect the words, and you know I've got this sweet beat it needs more cowbell. <clears throat> so we get to halpen hall, so as we as we walk in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mind-link with Zarthus. And you're just going to hear, him. Well, shit. I probably should have asked Tule what this person looks like, but I'm sure Harbro could probably tell me. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay, let's head to Harbro. But he's not going to say it out loud. It's all telepathic. Mm-hmm. And approach Harbro. Okay. Glenn. Hi, Harbro. Um, do you uh, by chance know if Volek Sorman is yep.
0: here? And he's... Busy right now with doing a couple of things with people at the bar, and he just points. Um, and she did say that he's a human male. You do see a human standing up, kind of addressing
1: a table of of, uh, of people. And you just hear in your head, "I think we found our man, so we'll we'll head over there." Okay, Volok. Yes. Hi, how are you doing today, sir? Uh, well, thank you. What can I do for you? Um. Well. I am Glenn, Glenn Yaravath with the uh, Raspiante. Mm. We we recently came into a last-minute job here, um, headed to Port
0: Hmm.
1: We were curious if maybe your crew was looking to make a little extra coin, or if you were interested in making one last voyage this year. 20 at
0: 250
1: each. 20 at 250 each. We really only need 10. We're not getting paid enough to pay all of you that much. Mm. Um, it would probably be closer to, and I know you're probably not going to like this, but 150 apiece.
0: He looks at the table and kind of smirks and the table just chuckles.
1: That's that's the deal. That's what we were offered by Lantu, Lantu Freefic. Mm. I'm sorry?
0: I don't know who this Lantu is.
1: They're the ones that do all the... But... I don't think,
0: ale. lads, are we interested in this? The um, Uh, I think we're good.
1: Not very happy about the tone about the Rospiante. Like you're looking down on us. Oh, Sorry that we had a. We don't have a problem with you. High level suitor, who's the who's the problem with? Mm,
0: let's just say that we prefer our captains to be cut kind of a slightly higher jib. Oh,
1: so. <laughs> You're saying that you have a problem with Captain. Is it
0: Turgi? Is that what people call them? And again, the table kind of chuckles.
1: I believe that was a sign of respect amongst her crew. Not typically. Mm. Seems like somebody's a little upset that they're not necessarily the closest to the captains. (laughs) But that's okay. If that's what you think, that's fine.
0: So, two fifty for
1: twenty, or be on Mm. your way. Well, and he. Glenn kind of steps a little in front of him. He says, "Well, I'm sure I can speak to my captain for 150 per. We really only need 10, so this was really just actually more of a courtesy to come to Volok. As Mm. you know, when I spoke to Tule, she said that you guys were still." experiencing maybe a lack of payment from the previous job you've done. So we were just simply trying to offer you to maybe offset some of the need. But that's okay. If any of you are interested, please let us know by midday today, as mm -hmm. it is a quick turnaround, but definitely will be worth your while while we get to Port Savorsa. And Valak, is it? Maybe climb down a couple pegs and speak to a captain before you actually act like you own a ship. Mm. Good day. Mm -hmm. And he's going to turn and walk away. And then... You just hear a little bit of murmur and then much larger kind of laughter from the table. As he walks away, does anybody look like they were hesitant to speak like out against it? No, no.
0: <laughs> These <Yeah>. are not. <laughs> if 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 basically if you would have agreed to the price, then that would have overshot probably anything. But they have some personal problems. Yeah, but I'm not agreeing to five grand. Oh no, no, we're only paid. No, no, no. I, yeah, yeah. no. Outside the game, I get it, but that's just unfortunately, (laughs) you know. And they're also for, you would think for for sailors, they're dressed really well, Mm. like they are. You know,
2: are they dirty? Do they do dirty things on the side? Mm -hmm. Illegal things that they shouldn't be doing. Mm
1: So as we walk away, I will mind link with him, and you just, and he just hears, "I heard you have a
2: tiny penis." Oh my
1: god! And he just keeps walking away and walks out.
3: Yeah,
0: you see him,
1: he's got an ale like this. He
0: looks, he looks
2: around like,
0: and he kind of adjusts his pants. Like Zarthus
3: Zarth was saying, he was just glaring the whole time. Yes yeah. about it, he wasn't saying anything. Sure. Yeah, but these guys are just
0: more than anything. They're just. They're racist pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And they're used to because most captains are male. Most captains are mm-hmm. human or elf or something like that. I mean uh, Trigosa, despite mm-hmm. her great reputation, is an outlier, you know, and and everything. So I have yeah. a question. Does yeah.
3: he have weaponry on him? Uh they all have like either a cutlass or something on them, yeah. Could I do an investigation or insight to guess their fighting ability? Sure, good. Which one?
0: Uh, hmm.
3: investigation
0: I'd say an investigation because maybe you want to see like the, the, the nah, what I their don't. weapons look like nah, it's a well despite nice the right oh <laughs> Um. again they're very well dressed if you were to look at their weapons they're very well polished so these are the guys who take like these basically nothing of any danger
3: but the very well paying jobs because they yeah. work hard on the ships, but for certain. So people. I don't know if it'd be fair. I doubt it would be, it's up to you. Like if yeah. it'd be fair to say if like, it's just for like, if I can just guess it's just more just for show.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, again, it's, it's not, you would get those. They, they have, they probably spend all their money and then barely survive until the end of the off season. And then are again, back into it working again for the bigger ships. Cause they do work hard, but,
1: you know, right? Yeah,
0: <clears throat> they're they're not the best thing. So, you guys, you guys left uh,
1: yeah. after after that investigation. Glenn was Glen was walking.
3: Zarth mm. Zarthus just says out loud, "Wouldn't want cowards on the ship anyway. That can barely lift a sword." Okay, got it. Then they then they leave. They head out. You guys leave. I stay for like okay. a second and like stare at him to see if he responds. If he has like yeah. the guts to, yeah, that's about it.
0: Uh no. He's not. He's arrogant, but he's not. You know, that. Yeah. He's not going to get into a scrap. Yeah. Not with someone who is obviously, by looking at you, I'm, I'm, then formidable. I'm, then you I'm know. just
3: going to say, if you're going to talk like that down to our crew, back it up. Okay. You can back it up here if you want. You, since you are okay, okay onto, so you guys were walking out. But no, now I, you had I, I was. I was walking. I'm, away. I'm, he, that, he I'm, I'm
0: still there. Yeah. Okay, you're just standing there. Yeah. Okay, he just. I said nothing about
3: you or about your crew. I'm associated with them. Okay. That's your problem. Well, okay. Okay. Be on your way. I want to do something. There was a fight here last night, right? No, that was the the blistered goal.
1: That's the place we're going to now. Okay. Oh,
0: my God. Hold on. Wait. Hold
1: on one second, though.
0: Okay. It's an 18. Harborough is hearing this happening now, and... After the dart incident that was interjected, <laughs> Glenn's <laughs> already things. out. No, no, no. I know you've caught Harrow's attention. <laughs> Thinking, oh shit, here we go again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna telekinetically shove him. Okay, let's do a 16 strength save. Okay.
0: Uh, he 16. Okay. 14 plus two. Okay. Okay. That's about it. But he does kind of feel it and he kind of, you do see how he kind of looks at you and just, just you can tell, you can tell he's scared. Okay. I mean, he's a, he's one of those big little men yeah. kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's the shit with these guys. He probably bullies all of them and everything else too. So yeah.
3: that's it. I'm going to leave.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's why I was kind of hoping when I said something, one of them looked hesitant to like speak out against him. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, there's a, it's a hierarchy thing. So.
0: Because they're they would be afraid in this situation. That's why he was like, "It's all of us or none of us." It's a kind of thing where you put up with my crap, I'll take care of you, kind of thing too. So mm-hmm. they're probably also of the same BS racist mindset. Some of them because right.
3: of of the way it is. So you know. Then I'm just gonna say to Harper, just like link with them for a second. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna kill them. If that's what you were worried about, and Harbro again, probably used to the link you guys do from time to
0: time, just shakes his head and he just thank you. I the I damages last
3: time were enough. I don't need to do this again. I wasn't the one who was asking the telekinetically lead darts. <laughs> okay, uh, he just he's just like okay, okay. Then I'll just catch up with
1: okay. um Glenn. Yeah, Glenn gets like 10, 15 feet outside and realizes Zarathis isn't with them, and he's like, oh shit. He turns around and opens the door and sees Zarthus. Like mm-hmm. He missed everything that happened, but just sees Zarthus approaching the door. Mm-hmm.
0: So. As you guys leave, all of a sudden you, you hear, Glenn! Mm-hmm. And you uh, see Tule, um walking quickly up to you with a rather large like ledger in her hand. Ah, Thule! Hey, yes. how are you? Um, great, thank you. I don't know if you had found anyone yet. I wanted to try to catch you. Um, um, no, but well, douche. I told you he was quite difficult.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Um, uh, but I think we have a solution that I didn't think of before. Um, okay. Do you feel the work on your ship has been satisfactory? Mm-hmm. So the, the goblins that have, mm-hmm. do that, they they work on ships. That's what they do. But obviously, they are very well-versed with the, the ships, the inner workings of a ship, how to operate a ship. I think they're out with mm-hmm. Captain Dugoso right now, if I'm not mistaken. Y- yes, they are. Now they are registered with the merchants guild as labor, but if if we could pay you know a a, a a small fee for each of them, that could be your answer for a crew. What what would that small fee per? Uh, it'd be oh. one gold per. That's it. To so to get well, no no, that is to get them in our ledger.
1: Right, no, that's what I mean to, to make this. them to make them legal to be able to be. Yes, that's this. All only the way, one pair.
0: Yeah, well, because the, the the dues for them to be part of the guild are already paid. This would just be to upgrade them to where they could actually work on a ship at sea and not just maintaining or, or doing repairs.
1: And now are they are they? Do we need to take all of them with us, or can I'm we take some? I'm afraid they
0: would. It, it's a bit of a Clan, so I think oh, you would okay. have to take all well, of them. yeah, but, then it's a family. But I don't think
1: they'd be very expensive either. I, I, I no, that, that Zathus. What do you, What do you think? I think that's a great idea. I think they're very friendly little goblins. They're they're it's, they're a lot of fun when they're on the ship. I'll put it that way.
3: They're we're used to them. They're used to us. They're used to the ship. I don't see why not.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Let's put the twenty four on the account for the Raspiante. Mm-hmm. For all of the goblins, let, let me. me go speak to um, Captain when mm-hmm. we get back, and then I'll speak with some of the goblins and see mm-hmm. how much they would like.
0: Okay, yep, and that's yep, fantastic. That sounds. I, I, I'm sorry I didn't think about this before. You wouldn't have to have dealt with with Bullock, so no, thank you. It showed me his true colors. So right, and she turns around and heads back in the direction of her office.
1: Let's let's head back to the ship then. It sounds like we're pretty much all set. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and about that time, um, fairly large delivery is being made um, to the the you know the, um, <laughs> the slip, yeah, thank you. <laughs> at, at the dock, and it's um, Crixon and Sons dropping off the the, the fresh water, the dry goods, and that sort of thing. So, and you're there, obviously, mm-hmm. as well. Um, and then as you approach, also you can see kind of. In the distance, a little bit, you can see the Raspiante heading back. Perfect. Um, so once
2: it gets to port, I would take the cart back.
0: <laughs> mm, okay. So as it comes into port, too, you're, you're going to see that you know it's when it first it gets close. When you first see it, it's full sail. I mean, it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's glory that it's it's always been. It's always been a nice ship. Mm-hmm. Um, just <laughs> got the hell beat out of it a couple months ago, but you know it's moving quite quickly too. Um, so, and then obviously they drop you know the sail, the foremast, and that sort of thing, and
1: a, um, a slight tear runs down Glenn's cheek mm. as he left the ship, so cool, awesome All right
0: so they 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 get in their slip, and the the captain is you can tell she's been somewhat down for a while, but she is her spirits are very much lifted now that the ship is working again, um you know uh she's speaking to. Uh, some of the goblins as well because uh, she is able to speak
1: goblin mm-hmm. uh, as the ship is coming back in while we're standing there waiting glenn starts just kind of again kind of making a beat but you can hear under his breath he is linking folic Sorman with like different transmitted diseases and trying to find a good one to start writing <laughs> a story about volick to start like clearly spreading like rumors and negative oh, things goodness. about him yeah. but like he's he's pissed that mm-hmm. Volik took that shot that he did at Captain Turgosa. so mm-hmm. he's like, he's making up stories and hymns and how he's a nasty person and all that sure. stuff. Yep. And you guys can definitely—he's not trying to hide it; he's just doing it quietly. Mm-hmm. Cool. And I rolled a fifteen for the quality of it. Cool. It's there. The plank Whatever. comes down.
0: The, the goblins are, you know, kind of redoing some lines. And there are a couple of things they notice, there a couple of them start going here and start nailing down something and start adjusting a few things here and there. You know, just some last touches and stuff like that.
2: I show the box, the crate that has the glass for the ballistas.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Please tie this down. It needs to be where it can't move.
1: I'm going to mind link with that goblin as I see her struggling a little bit and the goblin looks confused and just be like, please secure this safely, dangerous materials inside. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like three of them pick it up and take it to the point
2: Perfect. And then I take the car fat mm-hmm. and come back. <laughs> yeah.
1: Glenn is going to find the goblin that he has like made friends with the mm-hmm. most and seems like the highest that mm-hmm. he knows and go. His name is Root. Root. He's mm-hmm. going to find Root to have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he does, he mind links and he just says, uh, Root, um, We've been struggling to find a crew, but I spoke to Tule, and she suggested that we pay the fee to get you able to sail, and you sail with us to Port Savorza and then to Plegano. Hmm. Um, that, that's our final destination. Would that be something that your clan is interested in? Very much. Very much? Yeah, we could get you off this island completely.
0: Well, we We like island.
1: Well, we can come back here, but we're going to Plagano first, which, as you know, orcs and goblins are around that area, too, so... Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But uh, But we can come back. Yes, we can can bring you back.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Do you think that's something your clan would go for? I I don't know if we need to speak to somebody else or if you... I will tell them. Okay. I'll talk to Captain real quick, and then um, maybe if you meet me at the bow of the ship, we can discuss all the terms and everything. I'll see if Captain is willing to do that. Okay. Thank you, I appreciate it, Root.
0: And he turns around and he starts kind of whistling and kind of gathering people, or there's, you know others around him.
1: Okay. And Glenn's gonna head
0: to find Captain mm-hmm. Uh She's below deck, um, kind of making sure things that are getting stowed in the right places, because there's a lot of you know obviously goods being brought on right now. She's kind of pointing out where things go and that sort of thing, because she likes her ship the way she likes her ship, and shit's gonna go where it's gonna go. So, so she's just directing traffic right now.
1: Do I see the the crates that we asked them to carefully store, just to make sure that they're being carefully stored? I mean, you don't see them. I don't see them. Yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, look at the the, the ship. There's a lot. There's a lot of people in there and stuff like that. So.
1: I rolled a ten. Glenn's not worried. Yeah, Glenn's, Glenn's trying sure. to find the cap. Okay. Um, Captain Captain Targosa. Yes. Um, hey, uh, so I spoke with Tule. Her idea was we pay 24 gold to get all these goblins certified to sail, which you were just out there with just them without the three of us. I mean, you know, when you, you kick over a an
0: ant pile mm-hmm. and the way they scurry about and immediately begin rebuilding, that's exactly what they are like on the ship. They were... All over the ship at one point, uh, just getting the sail up and and, and just manning all the stations, r- pulling the lines, you know, adjusting the rigging. They were quite remarkable. They know the ship obviously very well now, so I, I think that's a wonderful idea.
1: I spoke to Root, mm-hmm. and he's going to talk to some of the other members and the higher members of the clan. Mm-hmm. What do we need to pay them? I don't I don't know. And we would pay
0: them what we pay anyone else. Okay. I mean, this is a... Normal crew uh, press? Yeah. I mean, they are as capable as anyone I've seen of late. Um, So, you know, I think normal, um, you know, we we normally would do, um, uh, obviously providing them with food and everything as well, we would normally do two to three gold per day for each. And um, I think that's that's fair.
1: Um, I don't know if Ula spoke to you about supplies, but I do know um, we weren't able to get 60 Ballista Bolts. We only got 50. That was the best we could That's do. Fine. But we did get a couple cool little new things that um, one of them, it, they attach onto the bolt. Mm-hmm. One of them, when it hits it, it sprays a cloud of uh, poison. Okay. Another one is acidic. So... I'm going to go see where those are being stored to make sure that they're secure and safely secured. Mm -hmm. But um, we also have four harpoons and I bought this one, but I put it on the account. So I owe you eight gold um, just so you know, Mm -hmm. just to be on the up and up. Um, And so, yeah, I'm going to go find those. Yes, please make sure those
0: are secure. Yes. And, and and Glenn the, the harpoon, do not worry. It is
1: it is fine. It's super shiny. I really like it. Thank you.
0: And so I'd say when you leave where the captain is, mm-hmm. turn around and, and Root is basically standing there and almost all the goblins are standing behind him.
1: Oh hello, Root.
0: Yes, Master Glenn, um Nope,
1: just, just Glenn. I've told you before. Just Glenn is fine. You don't need to call me Master Glenn. So, Glenn works.
0: So I spoke um, for all of us for this uh, 100 gold for all of us for this job.
1: And that would be for two, Plagano and back, correct? Yes. Because we are going to Savorza first, then Plagano, and then we'll probably stay there for a month or so until the, the seas... Soften a little and then come back. Is that satisfactory? Yes. Okay. Glenn sits there and starts thinking. He's doing the math in his head. He's like, three. That's close. You know what? Yes. I will speak to the captain and make sure that it's 100 gold plus food for you to help us sail to Plagano, which will be making a stop in Ports of Orsa and then coming back. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Root. Uh, one more thing, Root. mm mm-hmm. Uh, where are those special boxes?
0: Special. Uh, he turns around and and goblin speaks out, and they point to the, the the bow of the ship.
1: Can you have whoever secured them just show me where they are, just so I can double check mm-hmm. and make sure they're they're, they're very precious he
0: just, cargo. He just points, and, and they start scurrying off. Uh, I'll follow. Okay. Yeah, and basically they they took them to the little area. Mm-hmm. This not not the the brig. This is like a storage room, and they have them there, and they have probably more rope that's necessary, tied around it. So they took what you said to to heart. So So another hour goes by and they just kind of do some last checks and make sure everything is is stowed really well. And um, that's it. You guys shove off and you're underway. And this is where we will end our first episode in this brief holiday adjacent voyage through the southern seas of Manassas. The core crew of the Raspbiante took on a much needed job, albeit at an inopportune time. They were able to secure just enough supplies for such a journey, as well as an unexpected yet very welcome crew. Join us next time to see what lies ahead for the crew of the Raspiante. Will they reach Port Savorsa in time for year's end? What do the open seas have in store for them? If you have not already, please take a moment to follow the show and cast on Instagram. You can also support the show and future content by becoming a Patreon supporter. Please, tell your friends and family about Cocked, a Real Play D&D podcast, and we wish you all the very best New Year. See you next week!
2: Years later, she has become a part of Captain Turgosa's core crew and seeks to continue to learn under her and hopes to one day follow in her father's footsteps and captain her own ship.
1: I'd like to point out you mispronounce Captain Turgalish's favorite name. It's Captain Turgalicious. <sighs> That'll be cut. You. <laughs> you give me the power to edit. I, I like. hope that whole thing stays in. <laughs> Glenn's not even gonna be in the episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a whole
1: new person recorded yeah. in this place. <sighs> or I'll just do it, hey, My name Glenn. <laughs> hey, that's not what I sounded like. <laughs>